Hello and welcome back to the final episode from season two of Three Sports Rankers. My name is Sam Barker. I'm hosting this decisive episode in the series and I'm joined as always by Rob and Callum. This week's topic, boys, threw a real curveball at you. Sort of best active unknown sports people, but unknown to me. Now, I think the key word, Rob, was probably active. I had some great sports people some great obscure sports people they all retired quite a while ago how long they also died quite a while ago <laughs> as well um so to say this is a hastily compiled list would be an understatement um you broke the news to me when you picked me up from the train station about half an hour ago yeah and i have on the walk over here <laughs> managed to find three names of which i'm hoping you've never heard of and who, importantly, are still active. Yeah, well, that's that's the key. The key is that I've not heard of them. I will be penalising anyone. I haven't quite figured out exactly how. I'm looking for a strong finish. Looking, put it that way. Well, the good news for you, Rob, is that you have a very big advantage coming in. You were on 27 points. Myself and Callum were on 15 points. However... Callum, consider the door... Well and truly a jar for a comeback. But are we victory. doing these afterwards, or are we doing these now? Uh, we're we're going to do this now to set oh, up no. this episode. So we have had. Are you sure you don't want it massive? Uh... No, no, no. Because at this stage, it really doesn't seem. Callum is twelve points behind. It doesn't seem possible that he can win this episode. But well, I can definitely win this episode. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the vote of confidence. Point aside, they Callum can win, can't can win, win the series. However, we have had our listeners' bonus points going on all series. And Callum, hashtag people's champion Scotland, has lived up to his name. He's picked up seven bonus points. Can't help it if I know what I'm talking about. I've picked up three and a half, and you've picked up half a point, Rob, because we split a vote. Now, that makes the scores... I really need to get my extended family to listen to this podcast. (laughs) I'm I'm 18 and a half points. I'm in a happy bronze place. Welcome to my world. Yeah, bottom of the podium. Callum is on 22 and Rob is on 27.5, which means there's a five and a half point difference. So Callum basically needs a clean sweep in this episode to win. If Rob picks up a point from one of his hastily put together walking back from the train station list, he wins the series. So that is the standings heading in. And now you understand why I gave it to you now, increases the nerves, makes it more tense. And I think it's basically just time we get going, really. So, Rob has been going over it for the last half hour, Callum. You've been nice and relaxed, so I'm going to get... Semi-relaxed. Okay, semi-relaxed. Now he knows there's a... Now, he needs a clean Now sleep. he knows he's really in it. So, Callum, what well, is your bronze? Are we going to do the thing where we say the name of the person and you have to guess what sport they play? I'm okay with that. Okay. Kelly Barnhill... Kelly Barnhill. Rodeo? <laughs> is Rodeo... She sounds like she's from Texas. I'm going to say Kelly Barnhill is from... I'm going to say fencing. Kelly Barnhill plays softball. Okay, nice. This is what I wanted. Stopped playing soccer in favour of softball in high school, claiming, quote, there was far too much running in soccer. So already she's a woman after my own heart. <laughs> She is one of the most dominant softball pitchers of her generation. 
When she was in high school, she recorded 22 no-hitters. 22 no-hitters? 22 no-hitters in high school. That, yeah, that's good. Uh, she was the 2015 USA High School Softball Player of the Year. And then she went to play uh, softball at the University of Florida, where in her first year, she was twice named the SEC Freshman of the Week. She was named in the SEC All-Freshman Team and finished with a 15-1 and record with 167 strikeouts in 108 and a third innings and an opponent batting average of .140, which okay. is better than the best major league pitchers yeah. for baseball. Her second year at Florida saw her accrue an ERA of 0.51, striking out 13 batters per seven innings. So softball games are only seven innings long, so you only face 21 pitchers if you pitch a full game. Okay. So per full game, she would if she'd played a full game every time she went out, she would have struck out 13 of the 21 batters she faced. Both of those are records for the University of Florida. She's also set the school record for batting average against in that season, with uh, batters against her managing just to hit just 121. She also had the most combined shutouts at 10, and the most strikeouts looking at 100. Uh, she was the, she was the SEC Pitcher of the Year, and unsurprisingly, SEC, all SEC first team player. ESPNW named her their Softball Player of the Year, and she was USA Softball Collegiate Player of the Year. She also won the SB for Best College Female Athlete in any sport. I like the SB as a name for an award. Over your your girl, Sabrina Ionescu. Oh. She repeated her success in 2018, winning the SEC Awards once more, as well as leading the team to the 2018 SEC title, which they once again did in 2019. Okay. By the end of her time at college, she held school records for ERA at 0.92, batting average against for 1, uh, 0.124, and strikeouts total at 1,208 in four years. Some impressive stats. It's almost as if you had some time to prepare. <laughs> she was also, in the summer, selected with the first overall pick of the National Pro Fast Pitch League by the Chicago Bandits, and she's soon to begin her professional career. That's what I was going to ask, is, is has she begun a professional career yet? She has. Well, I mean, it's in the offing. Okay. Okay, so she's... Surely that's... So undermines very, it somewhat she's only just turned pro so that is all junior yes, accomplishments am- American college sports as we know are enormous okay uh, yeah and, yes. and lucrative but comparable to, to achievements once turned pro I'm not sure that's that's interesting I, 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 yeah I kind of agree with you there Rob I think that's fair enough that her achievements in college are exceptional yeah but against college students yeah not against professional you sports can, players. You can only play who's in front of you, Rob. Yeah, in, in non-professional sport. But you can't turn pro in softball until you've been to college. So there's. No, I imagine there's, that's the same. Is that the same with most, most American sports? Most American most sports, American, yeah, yeah. But you can't... Like I said, you can't, you can't turn pro. So up until now, she's been by far and away the best person at what she's done. And they've taken her with the first pick with a view to her being her continuing that rise and becoming the best player in all of softball because first round draft picks never go awry never what my question would literally be, never it's never happened once what, it happens all the time here, here's my question for you why did you pick her and not an, a player who is currently considered the best player in softball if that makes sense because she was un, for four years unquestionably the best player in college softball and will 
I think, eventually become the best player in softball, full stop. Okay. Um, I also wanted to go for someone who I know you won't have heard of because I'm true. I, I, that, that <laughs> wouldn't was, put it past you to know a softball well, well, that's professional. Exactly it. That, was, that was my main hurdle in preparing for this topic was trying to come up with people that Sam won't have heard of because I know for a fact that Sam's blanket knowledge of yeah, sport and is that's much where I'm, that's where I'm afraid my hastily compiled list may fall down but um, it, it, let's I, just hope I will say it is, it is, it's an interesting first choice she's obviously an exceptional athlete but it's very early in her career all I would say to you Rob the door is a job. So, while your girl, Kelly Barnhill, was uh, winning all of her college amateur titles, my athlete has been winning Olympic gold medals, Charlotte Caller. Oh, okay. What does she do, Sam? Charlotte, how are we spelling Caller? I'm hoping that doesn't matter, K. He just wants to know to write K. it in his little book. Oh, in his little book. <laughs> K-A-L-L-A. L-L-A. Charlotte Caller. I think Charlotte Caller might be a weightlifter. On ice. She's a cross-country skier. Oh, okay. Ooh. Okay. So Charlotte Caller is a Swedish cross-country skier with 22 elite professional medals to her name. Oh, do you hear the, Olympic hear the way you said the word professional medals? there? I'll run you through. She's got three Olympic golds, six Olympic silvers... She's an all-round athlete across multiple distances and different events. And in World Championships, she's got three golds, six silvers and four bronzes. So just to give you a little bit of a rundown as to the kind of disciplines in which she competes. Cross-country skier, which is obviously we recognise as being quite long form. The spread here is quite impressive. So you've got from 10 kilometres, 15 and 30. So a range of distances. And then in team sprints, so shorter distances but over a relay period. The so team, she's team sprints. I'd add are a lot of fun. So she's clearly can do it over short and long distances. So those spread across Olympics and World Championships. She's also competed at World Cups, winning golds in the Tour de Ski and the Nordic Opening. I can't pretend to know the differences in this disciplines. And also has competed in general individual podium events across the skiing tour. But I thought they're probably not going to be as impactful as your World Cups and your Olympics, sorry, and your World Championships. So just to sum that up, nine Olympic medals, three of them gold, six silver, 13 World Championship medals, three gold, six silver, four bronze. It's a career spanning from 2007 all the way to the current day. I'm annoyed I did not know who she was. That is a good answer. Your, her three Olympic golds, what were they specifically in? What, what were their disciplines? One in the 10 kilometre individual, one in the 15 kilometre individual and one in the relays. Okay. Were they at the same games or were they at different games? All three different games. So in, in, the, in 2010, she picked up a goal in the 10K. 2014, it was the relay. 2018, it was the... 15k. Is that Vancouver, Sochi and So she's Pyong. picked up Olympic gold medals at three Olympics okay. in succession. Okay. Along with all the other silvers and stuff like that. Okay. You've got a smile on your face now, Rob, and that's the first time I've seen that since you've arrived because it's been panic stations. Well, I think basically, you know that's a good answer. Well, I'm just relieved you haven't heard, heard of it. And it's a bit of trepidation for all of these. Well, that's the added element. It's a trepidation for me as well, even though I had time to compile them because 
Because you're that niche. Yeah, he's, he's that guy. <laughs> yeah. that, I think what this episode might prove is I'm maybe not as niche as you thought. Um, okay, two bronzes. Like them both, very different. I've got two completely different worlds to compare against there. Um, Callum, back to you. Mm-hmm. Who is your silver? And will I have heard of them? Who is Teddy Reiner? Teddy Reiner. Teddy's American, I reckon. Teddy Reiner. It's not a name I've heard. Unless it's Edward Reiner. Whisper a bit quieter, mate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just, just for the listeners. Um, I'm going to say Teddy Reiner is a person who takes part in the world's strongest man. He is not the world's strongest man or one of them. He is very strong, though, because he is a French judoka. Nice. He does judo. <laughs> I, wasn't sure, I wasn't sure if it was plays, so I just went with does. He does judo. He plays the judo. He's judos. one of the judoers. He does the judos. Um, yeah, Teddy, Teddy Reiner, or t- probably Teddy Renee, if we're being you know, pedantic about it, um, has won two Olympic gold medals. Eight World Championship gold medals, two Open Weight Championship gold medals, and five European Championship gold medals. In 2016, he became a, f- a member of the French Order of Merit, awarded by the President. So, basically, the French OBE, CBE, MBE situation. Okay. Uh, he's also won the uh, RTL Champion of Champions, which and the. Equipe Champion of Champions, which are like versions of French Sports Personality of the Year. Uh, he was a recipient of the 2013 Chevalier Legion of Honour, which is again awarded by the President and Government of France. And this is the most impressive stat I found about him. He lost, last lost a competitive bout on the 13th of September 2010 and has since followed it with 149 consecutive victories and counting. I mean, that's a stat. That's an unbelievable stat. Imagine if he doesn't make it to 150. <laughs> You'd be gutted, but fortunately, he hasn't fought between me researching and this and this podcast being recorded, so it doesn't matter. Have you got a medal total in in general there? I kind of lost track with the... Uh, I mean, it's a hell of a haul. He's got one, two... Three, four, five, six, seven. Are we going to count them all the way from there? <laughs> Could do I've, it in your head. I've run out of fingers, Rob. He's got eighteen major golds. Eighteen. How many did two Sh- ma- Charlotte Callah had? Twenty-one. Well, they're, they're not, not competing going against. against it, are they? I, I two major. Get my stats, okay. Rob. <laughs> two major bronzes and one major silver. Two major and and which Olympics? And when you say the one that the open weight category, yeah, what is that? Anyone can. It's like um, anyone. Is it heavyweight? Heavyweight. So it's effectively it's heavyweight. Uh, He competes in the plus one hundred kilogram category. He's a big boy. (laughs) I mean, his his um, his nicknames are literally Teddy Bear and Big Ted. So yes, he is. He is a big old boy. He's got golds in London and Rio, uh, and probably, let's face it, Tokyo next year. Uh, he's got gold <laughs> Callum with his expert judo knowledge just making predictions yeah. ahead of next year's games he's got golds in the world championships in 2007 oh, we, we don't need all the years he had Nine. lots of golds and 2020 and 2022 <laughs> 24 was a real bounce back year no one saw that one coming well you get the idea he's won all the golds he I, the stat that stands out to me 149 consecutive fights in a row in a sport like judo which I can't 
you know, profess to know a, not about, a lot about, but the bits of it I have seen, there's moves you can do in judo where the fight just ends. Yeah. So to have that not happen to him for 149 fights, that's impressive. It's quite impressive, And I really, isn't it? really like that as an answer. Rob, who's going up against Teddy Reiner? Okay, so my man, the reason I ask you how many medals he's got is because he's got more medals in his career. Let's start with his name. Sven Kramer. Sven Kramer. So I'm, I'm thinking you have a very Nordic theme to your uh, answers, <laughs> don't you? Is Sven They're Kramer, great and no one knows who they are. Is Sven Kramer also potentially something to do with winter sports? He's an all-round speed skater. Speed, I, do you know what? I was thinking speed skating and... I, but I didn't know it. Good. I would say I didn't know it. <laughs> That's the most important thing. I don't care what you were thinking, as long as you didn't know who he was. Can I, is, he a, is he a short track? No, long. Long. Okay, Dutch. that's why I'm a Dutch. You, you only, Dutch watch, you only love, watch your short tracks, do you, Sam? The Dutch love a speed short, skate. A speed yeah. skate, yeah. Right, so Sven Kramer is a long track speed skater, as I mentioned, who's won an all-time record nine world all-round championships, as well as a record ten European all-round championships. He's the current Olympic champion of the 5,000 metres, three times over, 2010, 2014, 2018, and has won a record 20 gold medals at the World Single Distance Championships. Eight in the 5,000, of which seems to be his specialty, five in the 10,000, seven in the team pursuit. Cram um, is also the current world record holder in the team pursuit alongside the teammates and broke the world records in the 5,000, 10,000 metre events three times over. So he's breaking his own, he's a bit of a PT, he's breaking his own world record over and over again. Just to sum it up in terms of the medals, 58 in total, four Olympic golds, two silvers, three bronzes. So he's got nine Olympic medals, nine world all-round golds, as I mentioned, three bronzes, 20 world distance golds, two silver, two bronze, 10 European all-round gold and one silver, as I mentioned also before. Uh, I do have one world junior and one silver here, but we're uh, we're dispelling junior sports, aren't we, and uh, non-professional accomplishments. Well, well you are. So, I haven't uh... decided. We'll, we'll find out if we're dispelling them, because quite frankly, so, I think they're very impressive. My argument here is that uh, Sven Kramer is one of these elite sports people in his craft, in his field, where he is especially on the 5,000 metres, um, competing with himself. He is the elite at that level. He is breaking his own world uh, records, retaining Olympic titles, uh, cycle after cycle after cycle, which I think in terms of longevity is extremely impressive. And to tot up the kind of the, the record halls uh, at European and world all-round level, and remember all-round is multidiscipline. I think. That's what I was going to ask. Is that sort of the omnium of... I believe so. Or, yeah. So it, it's okay. kind of a combination event where you're going to get some people who are going to specialise in certain things, put them all together. Um, yeah, kind of like heptathlete. Omnium, heptathlon, yeah. racket, long, but that sort of stuff. <laughs> Jesus. I will always find a way to, to shoehorn it in. <laughs> but obviously the way you can undermine that is that they are never elite sports people that specific you know that's always the the book that's thrown at heptathletes and decathletes isn't it but here you've got someone who's clearly the best in the world at a certain distance and discipline and and, and multiple at that point so Sven Kramer is my silver choice 
Callum, what are your what are your thoughts on on Sven Kramer? Did he crop up at all? He's he's clearly a, a very very good sportsman. There's no doubt about that. The one caveat that I would put on that is that he is able to compete in multiple events, whereas Teddy Reiner can only compete in the one event. So you know his eight World Championship gold medals have all come in the same category, whereas Sven Kramer's had you know twenty golds in various different distances and disciplines. So. I just wanted to put that out there for you to be aware yeah, of when you're, uh, you know, it's, when you're judging. I think it's a worthwhile point. I would argue that um, competing against multiple would only enhance your kind of credibility as a sports person. But also, you could take, you know, let's just. I think it's I could the argue same as that, like the Michael Phelps Usain Bolt. That's exactly guess, what I, I was going to so. say. Yeah. I could, I could, um, I could kind of strip it down to just the five thousand, for instance, where you've got the three-time Olympic champion. For example, that's probably the closest comparably you could get. But I'm also, as I touched on with my Charlotte Caller answer, there is something to be said about being able to perform across multiple distances um, in different events. I think that is credible. Whether you're totting up multiple goals across multiple tournaments is yeah, fair, a fair point. Yeah, no, I, I, I think as, as you said, Callum, this one for me, when it comes to judging, is very much going to be that sort of Phelps Usain Bolt argument of one has had more opportunities to win medals um one has obviously had less but it's how i compare their achievements within their their sport on the information that you've given me because i knew nothing of either of them before will i know nothing about the two gold medalists callum let's start with you cameron smith Oh, you've just picked a nice generic name that yeah. could really do anything, haven't you? He could do anything. Cameron but Smith. But what does he do? I feel like uh, Cameron Smith could be a golfer, but he's not, because I know him a golf. There actually is a golfer called Cameron Smith. That's probably why I thought he might be a golfer. It's not It's not a curveball, is it? No, it's not Cameron it's Smith not the golfer. It's not Cameron Smith the golfer. I think that Cameron Smith might be a... I have no idea. I've re- I don't know. I, a ice hockey player. Cameron Smith plays rugby league. Oh, yeah, but I was never going to get that, was I? No, uh, but that's why I went for it, because it's, you know, not the smallest sport in the world. Um, But Cameron Smith is an Australian rugby league player who has represented Melbourne Storm in the NRL since 2002, as well as Queensland in the State of Origin tournament up until 2017, when he retired from representative rugby, which was... State, state of origin and Australia so he still plays club rugby so he is still active still active um, so he played for state of origin and uh, played sorry played for Queensland in the state of origin tournament and Australia between 2006 and 2017 captained both teams from 2012 until his retirement in 2017 he has won the Dally M medal awarded to the NRL's best player in both 2006 and 2017 which shows just how good he's been across his career, winning it 11 years apart. Or in two seasons. He won (laughs) the Golden Boot Award for the best international player in the world in 2007 and 2017, and he's won the Dally M Hooker of the Year Award on seven different occasions. Did you say he won that award in 2007 and 2017? Yes. Sounds like he was just great in the bookends of his career. (laughs) Well, he won the the Dally M Hooker of the Year Award on seven occasions, Rob, so... That's fine. Do you want to? No, no. I'm just try and have a go at that one. No, no. I'm just. (laughs) Um, He was awarded the AM, which is the Australian equivalent of the MBE, in 2019 for his services to rugby league, and is widely considered by fans of the sport to be one of the greatest players the sport has ever seen. 
He's won eleven. Uh, he's won four NRL premierships, eleven state of origin series, three World Cups, and two Four Nations titles, as well as three World Club Challenge trophies. What my question, because this all there's a lot of a lot of numbers numbers yep. of that things I know nothing about. Ask away. His international career. Yes. Could I have some information about his international career? You can. He played uh, 56 times for Australia, which is about as many as you can play because rugby league doesn't have very many uh, internationals. There's okay. not there's not a great number of countries no, that play it outside of England or Great Britain now. Uh, Australia, New Zealand, Papua New Guinea to an extent. Uh, so 56 is about as many times as you're going to be able to play for your country. Uh he scored nine tries and kicked 67 goals, um, or penalties, conversions, that kind of thing. How many? 67. 67. Um, so, I mean, he's he's not been a prolific try scorer throughout his career. That's not been his job. Um, but he does hold the record for the most points in the NRL by a hooker in a single season, as well as uh, the only being the only player in NRL history to surpass 400 appearances. Hang on, is he a hooker? Yes. And he kicks field goals? Hookers are different in rugby league. Right, okay, I was going to say, that is a mad, talented person <laughs> for a second. I'm glad you clarified uh, that. And so he's the only player in NRL history to surpass 400 appearances. Okay. And he is just 209 points away from becoming the all-time leading scorer in NRL history. I should point out this point, for in case you don't know, that the NRL is the... Yes, rugby league in the world. National rugby league. It's okay. That's that's. Do you know what? That's a real curveball. I, I didn't think we'd go down the See, rugby I w- league. I wanted line. to go for someone from a fairly well-known sport who you wouldn't have mm. heard of. I think you've, you've done a good job of that because I mean, to be fair, I, I know rugby league is well, especially the part of the world we're currently recording in. It's hugely popular. My knowledge of it is non-existent. So you've you picked very well there because you picked someone I know nothing about who is clearly as far as it goes active the best player it ticks a lot of boxes for me that's a really good answer I like that Rob who have you got in your gold do you know who Irene Verst is <laughs> Irene Verst did she swim Not the channel related. between Florida and Cuba wearing no. a silicon mask no uh, Irene Verst uh, how are we spelling Verst uh, there's umlauts plenty, but it's uh, <laughs> W-U-R-S-T W-U-R-S-T What sport does Irene Verst I've just got a feeling you've gone down winter sports again Irene Verst I think Irene Verst I'm just looking at you to see if I can figure I think she does the luge I think she's a ski jumper She's a Dutch long track all round speed skater Oh he's got two speed skaters the double down on the speed people skaters. in the speed skating discipline are incredible and no one's ever heard of them. Um, Especially the Dutch ones. Yeah. Has to be said. <laughs> she's the youngest Dutch Olympic champion in history of winter sports. At the age of 19, she won the gold medal at the 2006 uh, Winter Olympics 3000 meter event. 4 years later, 2010, she won the 1500 meters. 2014, she won two gold, three silver medals. Make her the most decorated athlete at the Sochi Games. Sounds 
kind of surprised that didn't even catch on your radar. Uh, All-round major title. She has 16... N- nice subtle dig at me there, by the way, but keep going. <laughs> I don't know why. You're dishing the points out. <laughs> um, all, I think you're doing a great job. All-round so. <laughs> senior... Thank you, gold medalist Callum. <laughs> all-round senior medals in her career, 63. Five Olympic golds, five silvers, one bronze. So even just her Olympic career betters most. Uh, six world all-round golds, four silvers, two bronze. One world sprint silver. 13 world distance gold medals. That's the one that stood out for me. World distance golds, 13. 14 silver and one bronze. Five European all-round golds, four silver, two bronze. It's a little similar, as you probably would have seen, to the speed skater Sven Kramer and the the silver. There are multiple disciplines here. I'm not making any bones about that. But if you simply look at the Olympic and the world, I would argue, that the Olympic and the world distance shows that our inverse is something a little bit special. Starting a career, as I mentioned, at the age of 19. She's 33 now, still going uh, across these multiple events. As I said, meant going from 1,000 all the way up to 5,000 metres. And when I was looking through this list, uh, admittedly very, very quickly, uh, she stood out for me simply because in the way that Kramer and Kala slightly don't, uh, she has dominated from absolute start to finish. Can I just ask, is that list greatest winter Olympians of all time? Uh, because it seems like that's where you've picked them from. I was quite worried about Sam knowing the athletes as I was looking them up. So I just, I thought to myself, there's a lesser chance that you'll know winter Olympians. And then as I started to look, to be fair, um, I guess it's a bit of a damning indictment on the sport, really, in the, the Winter Olympics and winter sports in general, is that you've got some incredible athletes who are complete and utter world beaters at their sport, multiple disciplines, and they're not household names. And they'd I guess to, they'd just be able to walk down the street. And I guess have I'm a flying a flag for your world-class winter sports superstars. You definitely are. It's, it's, a, it's a difficult one for me to judge this because... I've kind of got to take the whole situation into account. You obviously turned up, Rob, with a totally different list. You've put this list together last minute. And it, I have to say, it's a very, very good list. I, I'm, I'm a bit torn because obviously they're all on the same narrow part. They're all Winter Olympians. Two fair, of them are long speed skaters. Yeah, to be fair, male and female, though. I would never have tried to <laughs> tell you that, oh, I've got one that's the best sports person in this discipline. Oh, and here's another one. So I that, do definitely class the male and the female. That is that is definitely separate. true. Callum, undoubtedly you have more variety. What I'm trying to work in my head is I'm sort of like, well, Rob had less time to prepare. Rob had the same amount of time to prepare. He just didn't listen to the topic properly. Right, while I have a think, because this is actually hard, I'm genuinely struggling with this. Do you have any other names that you were... Yeah, because I had so in- much time to find <laughs> ones that didn't make my list. Well, you just said a minute ago you had a couple that you weren't sure. Did you either, Callum, have anyone that might have made I just, your list? I, basically, I thought when I came here, the biggest risk for me is you knowing the person. Yeah. So as I was going through down the list, if I'd heard of them, I'd just biff them off straight I went away. For, well, the, the one who <clears throat> very nearly made my list, but I had to kick off at the last minute because I thought you might know him, was Sidney Crosby. Don't know. Uh, he's he's an uh, ice hockey player. 
Ah, uh, see, ice hockey is a, a big weak spot. Of yeah, I'm, I'm a little because I do. Wayne Gretzky. I've I've heard of Gretzky <laughs> like from back along. Yeah, he, he made it onto your original list. That's why I made. <laughs> there was one who I almost put him, but I didn't think you'd accept as a sport. There's this incredible fell runner. Would, ah. you, would you have taken fell running as? What a, is fell running? Running up and down fells in the Lake District. Well. Competitively, I, I probably would because Callum had one as well who just retired last month he was telling me about beforehand who sort of ran fells but they're more mountains yeah he was well, the fells are mountain yeah, he was the oh no this, this uh, is a he was an American ultra marathoner some Americans hike the Appalachian Trail which is a which runs from I think north Georgia in the US all the way up to sort of the north far northeast of the country sort of Maine Vermont area and most people take their time they take like a sabbatical from work and they do it in like three to six months he did it in 46 days and it was 2,200 miles which is absolutely he did like 50 miles a day and to make it even more astonishing he tore his quad about a week in okay give me enough time Sam we bought you some time thank you for your filibustering I needed that Um, I'm still not quite there but I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to start with gold, I think, and work my way down. And the decision I kind of came to is I don't want to have two long track speed skaters on my podium. Um, All I'm asking for is one. <laughs> and that's the... All so, I'm asking for is one. So I'm going to give the gold to Cameron Smith. And the reason he no, it was, it was really stood good out was because... What Callum's done there is he's picked, he, exactly like you said, he's picked quite a well-known sport, yeah. but he's picked a, a sport that he knows I don't know particularly strongly, and he's picked the best player, and it's a team sport. And it's much, much harder to be the best player in a team sport, mm. I think, just by no, pure, I, I purely on a numbers basis. I completely hold my hands up. I was, that's why I didn't really spend much time with Verst, because I, I knew really that, even if he didn't pick it, that Smith deserved the points yeah. there. It's a brilliant pick, and... and um, somewhere a real fine line grey area between significant sport you know no, it's, this is not a obscure niche sport and the best player in that sport who you've never heard of I nearly went brilliant for, pick for the, for the episode I nearly went for Kieran Reid would you have known who he was? no I'm not coming out what? well from this episode really? he's the All Blacks number 8 rugby union best yeah, player see, in the world see, he, see rugby is a, it's a total blind spot oh my for me. god um, <laughs> I could, I'm just. Could, I'm not. I'm not having a go at you. I just mean. No. I could have gone would down I, this would route. Would I have been yeah. able to go for Bowden Barrett? Uh, that name I recognise, but I don't know why. Owen Farrell. Yes. I'm <laughs> okay. There we go. Johnny Wil- Wilkinson. Will Wilkinson. Oh, okay, I'm okay. down more realising like what I could have done yeah. if I'd have thought yeah. about it a bit yeah, more. Yeah. See, because because my blanket just knowledge scrambled. covers a lot of sort of Olympic sports, but there's a Cam's picked up a massive blind spot for me yeah. on rugby. Um, I did. Here's where it gets interesting. So, the other issue I have with long track speed skating, which is the same reason I think squash has never made it into the Olympics, is that it's, and I know long track speed skating is, but it is a sport that is dominated by one nation. And that's not, that's not necessarily a bad thing. If, if, if a country, compl- whereas, okay, put it this way, judo is more widely spread amongst nations around the world. It's more competitive. However, I mean, I- however, however... I am gonna give the silver to Kramer. Just, because just <sighs> 149 fights, Sam. I know. 
149. Imagine he... Imagine. Kramer's good on those skis, Do you though. know what? If it was 150, he'd have won it. Cram, Kramer isn't good on those skis. Kramer's a skater. He's, you are, he's good you on those skates. You are looking to undo your work here. Um, actually, do you know what? I'm, I made I'm gonna, this list you know what? in 10 minutes. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to give the silver. I'm going to retract it and give it to Callum. What? Because it doesn't matter because I'm giving you the bronze anyway. Yeah, you, no. you were always having I the bronze. I saw that coming from a mile away. Um, Jesus. Callum can have the silver. Rob, you get the bronze. Charlotte, Callum. That actually was perhaps my favourite answer of the lot. I don't know why. There was something about Charlotte Caller I really connected with. I think it's because you mentioned the mixed relay and that was my favourite new sport that I watched at the last Winter Olympics. So I knew... This is the, the disappointing thing for me is that was the one I knew. I knew that was going to Caller. Um, Rabbit hat. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. So I put you through your paces there, Rob. You put yourself through your paces before the show. But what that does mean is that Callum gets five points today. Rob gets one point. Which means that, Rob, you are the Series 2 champion of three sports All I want to say is to the one person that bought me a half a listener point, thank you very much, because I came very close to tanking this entire series with this final episode. You've made a habit of that out of final episodes, just... Thinking about things completely differently to, or, or as just, it, or as or it may turn out, not preparing the right episode. Because I, I did a little throwback to it last year. You did uh, impressive sporting, impressive sporting feats, feats, wasn't it? In in season one, and Callum was looking more for a one four, a one eighty, a one four seven, and you went for uh, I couldn't remember her name, Irene. Yeah. Whoever the woman was, the woman who swam, swam from, from Don Bradley's ninety nine point average and. Wilt Chamberlain's 100-point game. game. Yes. Yeah. But you survived, Rob. And that was the important part. Skin of your teeth, but you've done it. You're the season two champion. I uh, think I think we have to give as well a, 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 just a moment to appreciate Callum's improvement on season one because you were right there till the very end, albeit with a lot of help from the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> what can I, all I'm going to say is that the listeners know what they're talking about. That's all I'm going to say. Unlike the three people who host this podcast. That's, exactly. That might be the perfect way to end season two. One of us is clearly tapping into the, the popular psyche. Yeah. Well, hopefully the uh, hopefully for me and Rob, the hashtags people's champion thing will die down a little bit for season three. Because, of course, we will be back for season three. I don't know exactly when, but it will is definitely, definitely coming. Um, thank you so much for listening. I, boys, I hope you've enjoyed this series again. Much yeah, more than it's the been last great. one. Much more than the last one. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rob finally gave you some points, so that was a big plus for Definitely you, wasn't helps, it? Definitely helps, yeah. Um, do, as always, check us out on all social media, Facebook, and, Twitter, you Instagram, know, this is, this is Sports what, Rankers, and go for it, Rob. This is what we've done with this, is that hopefully, if you discover this late, you can go back through the, the back annals of, uh, of Three Sports Rankers and catch up. So, yeah, don't feel like because we've finished the series, that's the end of it. Go and tell your friends, uh, spread it around and let people know about the podcast because the more the merrier yeah do leave us a review on iTunes as well that's the that's the one that that's really the key helps one for us. so if if you do enjoy the podcast please if you could spare five minutes go and, and, and just give us a little review like you said there Rob me and Callum a friend of ours messaged us just yesterday saying he's just started listening to the podcast he binged a few episodes while he was locked out of his house um, and he's really enjoying it so we say do tell your friends um, do follow us on social media and do keep your eye out because we will be back for season three of Three Sports Rankers very soon. Bye.